Hey friends, it's another Friday morning and I am back with you this week. I want to talk to you about what to do when your self-care routine isn't quite working anymore. We talk about self-care a lot, but what happens when those self-care ideas just isn't quite doing it for you anymore? Let's talk about it. Hey friends, welcome to Healing the Broken Mind podcast. Are you ready for our healing journey this morning? I hope you are. Today may be the day that God heals your broken mind. Let's get started. And now let's hear a word from our sponsor. In the midst of all you have to do, It's okay to just take a moment. So let's take a moment. Hey friends, for our take a moment segment this morning, I just want to talk a little bit about um, when you notice or you haven't heard from friends in a while or you haven't talked with somebody, you haven't been able to get in touch with them, I want to encourage you to go the extra mile and reach out to them. Find out what's going on. We never know what people are going through, what they're dealing with in their personal lives. And they just, they may just want a call from you. If you're like me and you don't really like calling people a lot, send them a text. It feels good to have somebody text you and say, Hey, I was just thinking about you. I was just wondering how you're doing. Just wanted to let you know I uh, haven't heard from you. And I'm just, just wanted to say hi or something to that effect. Reach out to them. Um, so many times we, we, get our, we get our feelings bruised. Oh, so-and-so haven't called me in a while. She just stopped calling me or he just stopped reaching out to me. When in reality, they could be going through hell and they just don't have the right frame of mind to reach out to you. Be that person that reaches out to someone else. You know, don't take it personally. They may be going through something. And in this day and time that we're dealing with now, so many people are suffering from mental illness. So many people. It's the person you least expect most of the time. You may see them and you think they have it all together. And behind closed doors, they're wrestling with anxiety or um, depression or some other type of mental illness that you would have never guessed. So be that person. Be that kind of friend that reaches out and just check on. Let's just make it a point to check on people. Check on people. Um, just be your that encouraging friend. Even though you may be going through your own issues. Just reach out. Be that person that reaches out. And you know what? That seed that you sow is going to come back. Because you're going to need somebody to reach out to you one day. All right, friends. Let's get into our topic. Friends, before we get started, I just want to pray for you this morning. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I come before you and my friends are on my heart this morning. I'm concerned that some of us are going through so many things and we feel like there's no way out. 
But Father, my prayer this morning is that you remind my friends that you are the way out. That if they turn to you, you will hear their cry and you will answer them. So Father, my prayer this morning is that you would cause my friends to remember that you hear them when they cry and that they can cry out to you and that you will meet their needs and you will hear them and honor their prayers, oh God. Father, I ask you to encourage my friends through this word this morning and that you will continue to keep them, keep their minds stayed on you, Lord, so that they know that they will come through whatever it is that they're going through. It is in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So friends, first let's talk about what self-care is. Self-care is basically when whatever you do to maintain your mental health. Now, I know that's kind of a, a short definition, but self-care is, can mean different things for different people. But it's basically um, the routine or whatever it is you do that helps to keep you in the right mental uh, place, um, the right space mentally. So that's what self-care is. Um, What it isn't is trying to diagnose yourself or trying to uh, be a therapist for yourself. That is not self-care. But self-care are those little routines such as um, finding a quiet place, um, going for a walk, um, talking with a friend, doing uh, activity that keeps your mind at ease such as exercising or Some people like to cook. Um, Whatever it is, your self-care routine is um, exactly that. What you do to take care of yourself to make sure that you're on the right track mentally. And I want to get into what happens when those things just aren't quite helping you anymore. Okay, let's start with the fact that how, how do you know when your self-care routine is not cutting it anymore? The number one thing that indicates to you that this particular self-care routine isn't working is it starts to feel like a chore. Um, one of the things that um, I, I, I've had an experience with is exercising. I'm just not that person. And I used to, I tried to use that as a way to burn off stress and um, help me uh, when I was dealing with anxiety. And I, I just, I, I lost interest in it. I, I just wasn't feeling it. After a while, you know, I was, I started being excited about it and oh yeah, this is really helping. But then after a while, um, maybe a few weeks, It just wasn't doing it. I was like, I don't really feel like exercising. And then I was starting to do like, okay, I'm just doing it because I know it's going to really help me uh, mentally, but I really didn't want to do it. That that's more like a chore. It's something you you're not enjoying anymore. So therefore, it's going to have the opposite effect, because what's going to happen is you're going to start stressing about the fact that you have to do this or you feel like you have to do this. Your self-care routine should be something that gives you peace, that adds peace to your life. 
It should be something that you enjoy. And when you're doing it, your mind is at ease, even if it's for a limited amount of time. But during those times, you're at a place where you can I apologize for that little pause, but you're at a place where you can relax. Um, that's what your self-care routine should put you in a relaxed state where you just um, you don't feel stressed. Um, you feel less anxious. I say less anxious because I know it won't completely eliminate anxiety, but it'll make you less anxious. And it should lessen how you feel if you're depressed. It's not a cure-all. It's something that kind of helps you. It's one of those tools you use to help you. Um, that's what a self-care routine should be. When you, when you get to a place where it's not that anymore, then one of the things you can do is change that routine. You can change your self-care routine. You do not have to stay stuck with a routine that is no, no longer benefiting you. So my suggestion to you this morning is if your self-care routine is not helping you anymore, or maybe it's not as effective as it once was, you can change your routine. Find something else that can replace that routine that may give you the benefits you had originally, but you no longer have it with this routine, move to something different. Um, maybe if you thought watching TV was going to be one of those times when you can kind of relax. And all of a sudden, if you're like me, you find so many things on TV just are, it just ir ir irritates me. So I really don't find as much joy in it as I used to. I just turn to my books. I'll read a book instead. There's nothing on TV. I'm not really enjoying this anymore. I'm going to move to something else. That's all you have to do. Switch that routine. Change to something different. One of the things I find that helps me come up with a new routine is I'm, I'm a list person. I like to make lists of things that I could possibly do that would help me um, maintain um, my sanity, basically, keep me um, mentally uh, in the right place. So um, I would suggest you start with just jotting down a list of things you would like to do. Um, right now, I'm reading a lot. I read a lot anyway, but right now, I'm not watching a lot of TV, so... I'm in a book. Um, the last book I read. Oh God, I just put the book down. But it was a book. I like historical book. It was a book about the um, elite uh, class of African Americans and some of the things that they do or um, did. Um, and it's actually kind of amazing and at the same time disheartening. When I remember the name of the book, I'll share it with you guys. But um, it's one of those those books that inform you, but it makes you a little angry at the same time. Um, so I just read that one. And I started reading 
I think I was just browsing through to see what I wanted to read next. But that's my new routine right now to try to keep my mind in the right place. Just finding things that interest me that I can read about. Um, that always helps me mentally. And that's that that's part of the, that self-care routine. Finding things that's going to help you. Um, keep in mind that what helps someone else may not work for you. So you have to find that one thing, one, two, maybe three, four, five things that is going to help you. And um, it has to be tailored to your life, your schedule, and your emotions, how it helps you um, emotionally, mentally, and even physically. Find that that thing, that one thing, or that, I just said that, that's going to help you maintain your mental um, state. Um, something's been on my mind, and I, I want to talk about that before we leave today. Um, today, this month, this is actually September the 30th, and if I'm not mistaken, September is Suicide Awareness Month. So I want to end this episode and talk to some of you that may be uh, struggling with suicidal thoughts or you've uh, attempted suicide in the past. Um, yeah, let's, let's, let's talk about that for a moment. Okay, so today is the last day of September, which means it's the last day of Suicide Awareness Month. It is the month where we make others that may not be aware of um, what's going on with people. And it's actually called Suicide Prevention Awareness Month. So it's a month where we um, bring attention to suicide, bring attention to those that may be struggling with suicidal thoughts, bring attention to those that may have attempted suicide in the past, um, I know um, people with mental illness struggle with this a lot. Um, many times people don't understand that you struggle with thoughts of suicide. You think of because mental illness is such a detrimental um, attack on your mind. And somebody looking at you from the outside don't realize that. They don't know the battle you're dealing with inside. So they don't understand the struggle you have with your mind and your thoughts and it is mental illness even affects you physically um if you've ever experienced anxiety you know it can put your stomach in knots it can have your your heart your chest feel like it is just racing and coming out of your um, body um I, my chest even ached at times i mean i i literally have physical symptoms of anxiety and many of us do uh, people don't realize that. And I want you to be aware that um, there are people out here struggling with trying to hold on to whether they're going to make it to the next day. They wrestle with the idea of ending it all. I want to tell you, if you're at that place in your life right now that you're, you're wanted, you're needed here, please don't end it. Please don't take your life. I know it's hard. I know it's complicated. And it's hard sometimes to explain it to others what you're dealing with mentally. Because mental illness is something that only the person that is actually experiencing it can understand it. 
even therapists who help us, if they've never experienced mental illness, they really cannot relate. That doesn't mean they can't help you, but even they don't really know what you're dealing with. And many therapists have dealt with mental illness so they can talk to you from a, from a perspective of someone who've experienced it. But a lot of people haven't. And they talk to you in a way that they, even though they're talking to you, they don't quite get it. I want to encourage somebody today and know that, let you know that there's somebody that gets it. It, it may not be um, the person next door. It may not even be a relative. But there's somebody out there that gets what you're going through. You're not alone. You're not the only one experiencing this. Because a lot of times we feel isolated, like we're the only person dealing with it this way. This is the, I'm the only person that's dealing with it like this. That's what our mind wants us to believe. But I want to tell you, you're not the only person dealing with it. And I want you to reach out and talk to someone. I have a 1-800 number. It's 1-800-273-TALK. 1-800-273-TALK. And I'm going to put it in the description this morning. But if you can't reach anyone else, call that number. Call that number and, and get somebody on the phone to talk with you. If you know somebody in your circle that you can reach out to, reach out to them. Don't suffer alone. Don't take it in. Don't take, don't take, don't do this struggle on your own. We know that God is with us and he will never leave us or forsake us. And he wants us to reach out to people that can help us. God uses other people as his hands and his mouth. That's why we're here to help one another. I just want to encourage your hearts this morning and let you know that if you're feeling suicidal or you're having suicidal thoughts, there is help. Please know that your destiny does not end today. You have a destiny and God wants you here. He needs you here in the earth for a reason. None of us was created for a lack of a purpose. We all have a purpose. Stay encouraged. Stay motivated to reach your destiny. I just want to love on you today and tell you that you are loved. You are appreciated. Even when you don't feel like it, there's somebody out there that loves and appreciates you. Somebody is looking to you for inspiration. So be encouraged, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might, not yours, but his might. Lean on God and he will sustain you. I'm not just uh, quoting scriptures at you. I, I really believe that and I know that I've experienced that. God loves you, and he will see you through this. Be encouraged, friends. Be encouraged. Don't give up. Don't throw in the towel. Keep pushing. If you need someone to talk to, reach out to me and box me. I am there for you. If you can't get anybody else and you can't reach anyone, that 1-800 number, that's the suicide hotline. It's 1-800-273-TALK. And it's free. It's confidential. There's a trained counselor on the other end, 24 hours a day. It doesn't matter what time you call them, call them. And sometimes we don't want to, we don't even feel like talking. I believe they have 
a text um, number that you can text if you don't feel like talking. I will put all of that in the description for you. But I just want to be that person that tell you not to give up. Okay? I love you, friends. Okay, friends, that's it for this morning. Thank you for tuning in. Again, that one that um one eight hundred number is one eight hundred two seven three talk, and it's eight two five five. If you don't feel like searching the phone keys, it's one eight hundred two seven three eight two five five. The last four digits spell the word talk. Um. I just want to encourage your hearts. Just be still and know that God is with you. I love you. God loves you more. And he truly wants to heal your broken mind. Have a great weekend, friends. Stay tuned. I love you, but God loves you more. God bless you, friends. Stay tuned for our one-minute Bible study. For our one-minute Bible study this morning, I want to leave you with Psalms 48, verses 1 through 3. And I'm going to read the NIV version. And it says, God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and form and the mountains quake with their surgeons. In other words, no matter what's going on, I'm going to believe that God is my strength and my refuge, and he's going to be my very present help, which means he's coming to my rescue at the moment I ask him. And what I find, my friends, is that God coming to our rescue is not necessarily the way we expect him to sometimes. Sometimes he comes to our rescue in ways that are unexpected. It may be in a small message from a child, words spoken out of context, but have such a significant meaning to you at that very moment. Um, It can be something you hear At that very moment, you're requesting help. You might hear it through a television commercial or a show or through your spouse or loved one. God does not always speak to us or rescue us in the way that we expect him to. There is a verse that is quoted over and over again, and it's used to encourage us and to remind us that we can do all things through Christ which strengthens us. And that is true. However, you have to believe that God is your strength in order to accept the fact that whatever I do through him, um, I'll have the strength to do it. That is only when you're leaning to God as your strength that you can say that I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. And part of being able to do all things is to accept the fact that God loves you and he will rescue you in your time of need. That's my one minute Bible study this morning, friends. Be encouraged and know that God is there to help you when you call upon him. 
Happy Friday, friends. Hey, friends, are you a part of the body of Christ? Meaning, have you confessed Jesus as Lord of your life? Would you like to be? Did you think it was difficult? No, it's not hard. You can simply pray this short prayer after me. Say that, God, I believe that Jesus is your son. And I believe that he died on a cross and he rose again for my sins and the sins of the world. And the Bible says, if you believe that with your heart and you confess it with your mouth, that you are saved, meaning you have become a part of the body of Christ. But it's even more um, awesome that you can be filled with the Holy Spirit of God with evidence of speaking in tongues. Now, I know there's a lot of teaching on this and a little bit of this and a little bit of that. But read your Bible. Find out for yourself. But most importantly, find a good church, a good leader that can teach you the proper way to be a Christian and to serve God and to be uh, a part of the body of Christ and to live and demonstrate the love of Christ in the earth. Being a Christian is not hard, my friends. It is truly a fulfilling journey. And I'm so glad you took the step to be a part of the body of Christ. Find you a good Bible-based church and continue your discipleship. If you have any questions that I can help you with, please feel free to inbox me or send me an email at healingtbm at gmail.com. God bless you, friends. I love you.